Well, welcome everybody uh, to the Companion Podcast. My name is Pastor... Pastor? My name's not Pastor. I'm Karsten Sween. I'm one of the pastors here, and I'm with my good friend Casey Orr, and we're going to talk about the message from Sunday. I got to preach about freedom. Hope you had a great 4th of July. We we did. Uh, we almost blew ourselves up, but we made it. No permanent injuries. You know, and it was one of the best week. I hope you guys took the chance to maybe like try some of the little crazier fireworks because everything was so <laughs> wet. It's less likely that you're going to burn your house down. Yeah, I was like having to cover the fuse and light the firework and not burn my hand at the same time. But, I don't know how. Um, yeah, I still there was fireworks all over town. Real big, honest to goodness fireworks. And I was like, that video is 100% true. We just kind of do what we want. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. I laughed so hard seeing that video at church. So whether you were there or you tuned in online, uh, this week I got to preach about freedom. Mm-hmm. Our core verse was Galatians 5.13 uh, that says we are called to freedom, brothers. So that fam- that that talking about someone as a brother, it was past tense called. So yep. it was talking to the Christian. Mm-hmm. But it said don't use your freedom as, as an opportunity for the flesh. But through love, serve one another. And so that was our core verse. Um, my wife was like, you had a lot of scripture. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. That's, that's sorry, a, not sorry. Sorry, not uh, sorry. Lots of good scripture. But our core verse was that. And I, that was my main thought through everything is that we are free. Mm-hmm. And I, I hope that maybe someone got saved this weekend. I was like, but you might be hearing that call. Yeah. You want freedom, but you feel like it's never going to change and you're stuck. And I'm like, if you feel that. That is not Christianity, right? It's like yeah. we want you to be yeah. free. Well, and that's the thing too is you're talking about that and and the called to be free is yeah. is we have that call, but there is that there's a response. Response. You have to say yes. Take the take the shackles off. When Jesus talked to the two blind guys, uh, you know, or, and they and he said, "Well, what do you want from me?" Right. So well, it, you'd think it'd be obvious, but he wanted them to say, "What do you want from me? That's what do you point. want?" What do you want from this relationship? Yeah. You know, and so he says, Hey, I'm calling you to be free, and you have to say, Yes, please free me. He did everything that was required for you to be free, mm-hmm. except for you to accept. I hope I got a couple people with just that that line. Wouldn't it be cruel if you were free, like in your your body? Like you're yeah. free, but your soul's not. I'm like, we're all in a free country. Think about when the Bible was written. The, the Jewish people, they mm. were not free, no. right? They, and they hadn't been free for a long time. I mean, they're under Roman rule. So mm. I'm like, okay, we read this, but we read it through our lens. So it's like, I'm completely free, yeah. but maybe not spiritually. Yep. It's like, there's another realm the Bible talks about. And so what if we're a slave to sin and yet our body's free? And if we die and we die in sin, we go to hell. Yeah. Man, that's that's humongous. Well, and Jesus started to do to describe that difference when he was talking to Nicodemus. We, yeah. we talk about John 3.16 all the time. The rest yep. of John 3 he is kind of a lot of heavy stuff. The idea of being born again, what it meant. And Nicodemus says, what can you really be like? How can you go back into your mother's womb? And right. he's described be to be, to li- have life in the spirit. Right. And that's the thing is he says, we're not talking about flesh. This is about the spirit. And so sure. that goes back to the Galatians. It's saying you do, you did have life in the flesh and, but don't stay in that and use this feeling of freedom and the power and the, and the, and the blessings that you get from accepting that freedom from what Jesus did for you. And then use that just to feel good about yourself in a life that you're living exactly where you're at without changing and repenting right. and moving on or never share it with anybody. Yeah. I tried to hit that hard of my message. Oh, it's like, look at, me I know it's uncomfortable and you might make people mad. You might lose relationships for a little bit, but as people who are free, who believe in the reality of heaven and hell, that 
compels us. To, we want freedom for others. And mm. so that comes by sharing. I'm going to, I'm going to mess up the verse location, but it talks about in the Bible, in the new Testament, that freedom comes through the proclamation of the gospel, right? Yeah. You don't just have some like download from what it's like. You yeah. have to hear it. Someone has to say mm. all the things that you just said about the gospel. So it's just like, Jesus is our ultimate example yeah. in everything. And so with freedom, free to serve, it was like, I just kept coming back to Jesus because yep. he did it. He is our example. Yeah. He was a living embodiment of everything that you talked about. Um, when you say pray, he prayed all the time. Um, when you mm-hmm. say get to a quiet place and have that quiet time, that's what Jesus, they always, he, Jesus was in a desolate spot. Yeah. And see, when I was younger, I thought of like, he went out to like a desert Right. But no, desolate just means that there's no people, no distractions. There's there's nothing there right. to no city, you. no city. It's just yep. like wilderness. Me and God, yeah, or that, that Jesus and God, and yep. then having having that retreat. So let's jump into those three things. And um, so I talked about prayer. Yeah, like Jesus prayed all the time. He got to quiet a lot, mm-hmm. and he did have some retreats where it was like an extended time. They couldn't find him. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, he's he's <laughs> gone. And so as Jesus is our example. Jesus was always free, mm. right? Like before he became a baby, before he came to earth to save us, like he's always been free from sin. Yeah. But then he wore this flesh, the same flesh that we did. He, he experienced temptation yet without mm-hmm. sin. And so he stayed free. Yeah. And that was just a thought. It was like, all right, if we see these practices of Jesus and he did it perfectly, why would we not seek to do those same things? And now again, in our culture, you know, this is 2023, in America, Cheyenne, Wyoming, praying all the time. No, oh, that's hard. Uh, getting to a quiet place. Mm. That's also very that's, hard. And, the and then an intentional retreat, like not a vacation. No, you and I were talking about this before the, the show started different from a vacation. So we'll get there. So let's start with prayer. I just want to share with our listeners and encourage everybody. You're always going to feel guilty that you don't pray enough. Yeah. So you're in good company. Like we all struggle with that. But what I want to share, and, and I am not, um, my highest gifting is not prayer. So there's plenty of people in our church that pray better and more than I do. But what I want to say is when I was in college, I was so convicted about how much time I spent with football and getting ready to play and film. And I'm like, it outweighs my God time, mm-hmm. like 50 to one. Yeah. And and then my pastor, um, Paul Martin at Laramie Valley Chapel, like he, he, Paul was like, it's a mindset. You can pray in the film room. Mm-hmm. You can pray on the practice field. You can pray in your game. Like there's nothing limiting you from in your moment praying for something or someone. Yeah. Um, you and I both <laughs> joked, but we don't have the best memory. So it's like, hey, if someone asks me to pray for something, if I can at least stop and do it now, right then, yeah. I know I did it at least once. And then yeah. God brings it up in my memory or maybe I write it down. I'll pray for them more, but at least to pray once mm-hmm. if someone asks for something. So it's just that mentality at work, at your house, on your vacation, at any moment, you can be mindful to pray. Yep. Well, and that's the thing too, is, and in prayer doesn't have to be on your knees, you know, dear heavenly father, and then all the things, mm-hmm. and then amen. Sometimes my yeah. prayers don't get an a, don't get an amen because it's in the middle of something, or I'll just have someone catches me, cuts me off in traffic. And I just have that thought like, Oh, I hope we get a tick. Oh no, shoot. Lord, help that person get there wherever they're going safely and forgive me for being, you know, for being easily angered. That's, and that's it. Or, and, sure. and that's or little things like that. 
so I, so I've talked about it before. I had a recovery journey with alcohol. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest things I did is I had a little post-it note on the spot. I went and prayed in the morning Okay, and it said, um, plug in, thank God, ask for guidance. Okay. So the very first thing was plug in and I visually felt myself like in my heart, yes, plugging in like on an operator board okay. to plugging into God and be yep. like, that line is now open all day. And mm. so anytime I'd be like, Lord, help me. I'm getting mad. God, you're so good. That sunset is beautiful. Like, the, But you're intentional. Yeah. Right? You had a you, mindfulness of like, yeah. I'm plugged in. I yeah. did that. And now. Yeah. And now the rest of the day when you have those moments and whatever. And, uh, and, and, and but I don't do it all the time. Sometimes I've had, uh, did I talk to God at all today? Yeah. Did I even think about God at all today? Or was I really just all about me today? Yeah. And that's hard. And it's, it's, it's something that's difficult to maintain. And, and so let's flip around. We have our perspective. But let's just think about this. There's a song. Um, I've talked about it once before, but Stephanie Gretzinger has a song, Out of Hiding, I think is what it's called. But there's this line about, like, God can't wait for us to wake up. Yeah. To spend oh, the gosh. day with us, right? Image, like, yeah. I just can't wait for whoever it is, you know, mm. like, just put your name in there. It's like, I can't wait for them to wake up because then I get to talk to them in my word, in the Bible, yeah. and I'm going to you know, I'm going to minister through Caleb or a song. Yeah. And it's just like, and then like you said, is like, whether it's a frustration, a busy day, or it's just being mindful to be thankful. Yeah. God, this, this lunch is delicious. Yeah. Thank you for my taste buds. Yeah, and yeah. like this, this lunch and Lord help the Panera staff and I just pray for blessing on them yeah, because I can, they did. I can, I can hear them in the back and they're obviously having a rough day. <laughs> it's like they made me an amazing sandwich. But, <laughs> oh, yeah, so there's that. just that mindfulness. First Thessalonians uh, five says to pray without ceasing. Mm. And so that can make you feel convicted. But I think it's that mentality of like, gosh, at any moment we can turn anything into prayer. Yep. So let's move on to our next one. Quiet. Quiet. So Jesus got to a quiet space. Jesus didn't, did not have a smartphone. Mm-hmm. There was no social media. Mm-hmm. There was no TV. They had distraction and they had people, but like, so Jesus got to a quiet place. You tell, tell everybody you and I were talking about, um, a desolate place, desolate place. Yeah. Right. Like, the, what does that mean? It means that there's no people, there's nothing going on. He went to some place where he was completely alone. It was just him and God. And he had yeah. to, and he had to have that time and, and to, to the idea that, and that makes me wonder, I was like, I wonder if Jesus was an introvert. Hmm. Like he had to recharge hmm. his batteries alone. Sure. You know, he was here for everyone who existed or would exist to That's save so them from, to save them from the penalty of sin. Yeah. But he had to go and be by himself sometime and just him and God and recharge. Yeah. And gosh, trying to teach the meaning of the universe and the justification and the way the holiness works to 12 guys who, you know, as we see over and over again, it was like even towards the end when, you know, uh, the the Sons of Thunder's mom comes and says, hey, will you let them sit next to you so everyone knows that they're better? Yeah. And be like, you've been, it's just three years into this thing and you're still not like, you don't really get it. Like yeah. before the Holy Spirit, they were still struggling. I mean, Peter denied Jesus at, on the day that he died. Oh, yeah. Like there was no, like these people, it, what, he probably had to have a rest every once in a while. Yeah. I, either way. So I, we, my wife and I started at, uh, going to, to the gym really early in the morning. Yep. We're pretty proud of ourselves. We've been fairly faithful about doing it. Good job. But, um, I, and I realized I was listening to what you said and I was like on Sunday and I thought like, oh, well I have that time. Cause, cause she goes to work at six 30. I do okay. not. Wow. So when I get home, I have, a, I have my smoothie and I do a thing and I've got like three or four hours before I need to be at work. And yeah. I think, oh, I've got that quiet time. 
But then you said no phone. I was like, oh, okay, no, maybe not. And no music. <laughs> okay, yep, nope. I usually I listen to a, either a book on tape or something. I'm trying to take care of my body, but I'm not using that extra time that I'm given because of that to do that. So mm. I, I don't do that, and that's something that I could build in. I mean, I've been there, and I'm going to say some things that we, we, we're we on the same wavelength because my wife teases me that I have undiagnosed, like, ADHD okay. or whatever. <laughs> it's like, so I was like, all right, some, some of you listening – you might have like a prayer closet, a really mm-hmm. just like quiet, cool. Some people like decorate it or they'll, I've seen prayer uh, rooms <clears throat> where like the whole wall is post-it notes of yeah. prayer requests. Oh, wow. And then they'll take it down and put it somewhere else when God answers it. Okay. Awesome. I would get so distracted and would not be able to focus. Yeah. So here's, here's just some things for quiet. As you're thinking about this, if you felt convicted about quiet time, here's some thoughts. Uh, thought number one is if you're like maybe Casey and I and hard time focusing, some of my best quiet time was driving. Yes, that's so, the time, yeah. Yeah, so for FCA, I drove all around the state, hours and hours on the road. I mean, going up to Sheridan or Gillette, I would challenge myself and say, usually I was listening to a podcast or I'd yeah. worship music. You know, so none, none of those things are bad. But if you're fighting for quiet time, I was like, what, could I go 30 minutes and just drive and pray and be mindful of what what, what am I going to think about? Could yeah. I pray to God? or am I? So I just felt like I entered into this space, mm-hmm. 30 minutes, you know, no noise. It's just me driving. So I have something to focus on, yeah, but yeah. now my brain with that focus was able to go to some other places. So to pray or to honestly just have like this internal dialogue mm-hmm. with God. I'm like, well, I've been thinking about this person or I wonder what I should do here. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing too, is you don't even have to have half an hour. If it takes you, sure. It takes me seven and a half to eight minutes to drive to my house from the church. Right. Work, and where, then what if that, and that yeah. even, even that is I just won't turn on the radio. The big thing is not just to have thinking time, have thinking with God time. That's the other thing is, like you say, to be intentional. Say, when I get in the car, it's like, all right, Jesus, this drive is me and you. Sure. And some of our listeners have really high-stress jobs. Casey, you were in the Army, right? Yep. So what if your job right now, whether it's a crazy season or it's stressful or you have a lot of responsibility, even that that drive, not having a noise, Mm -hmm. could even be the preparedness that you need yeah. to show up and be like Jesus, ready to receive people, to be a non-anxious presence. I had my, I had my prayer time. God has prepared me for this day and you show up and they're like, Oh my gosh, why is this person so steady? Yeah. I mean, that could be, that could be something yeah. right. Like quiet time, uh, prayer walks. So, oh, yeah. um, you, <laughs> you can like, all right, obviously you don't want to be the person that's walking around talking to themselves, right? Wait, Walt Whitman did it and he was genius. So <laughs> he was genius. He said, well, he went around yelling his poetry into the air. So. Yeah. So here, for me, this was one that I loved is I would go with somebody. And so we would pray, mm-hmm. we'd be walking and praying. People think we're talking. Yeah. It looks like you're talking, but we would just walk around. I used to do this around the schools. We'd go pray for the district and the leadership and the, our FCA coaches and the kids. We'd pray mm. for salvation. But we'd just go walk around uh, the outside on the sidewalks, and I, we'd take a turn. I'd pray for something, and then my friend would pray for something, and then we would just go back and forth. Mm. We'd just walk and, and pray. So that was something, again, it was like gave me something to do yeah. and to pray. So then the last thing would be the retreat. And this is yes. the thing that, like I said, a lot of these things would be interesting to to see, like maybe by the time we have this next podcast, yeah, see if you can try to do each of these things intentionally at least once. This is the one that doesn't quite fit in that because it's the retreat, yeah. which is that is a planned, that is not 15 minutes, that's not a half an hour, that is a, a devoted time. What would you consider like that, like a weekend, a day? What, what, what would you think of when you think of a retreat? Great question. 
I personally have taken retreats that were half days. Okay. Okay. So, um, because it depends on how frequently you want this to happen. But okay. like for me, uh, you know, for us right here in Cheyenne, it could look like I'm going to go to Vita Vu. Mm-hmm. I'm going to walk around Turtle Rock, which is about just under four miles. Mm-hmm. No music, no phone. So you're like, I'm going to go to a beautiful place. I'm going to go for a walk. Yeah. And I'm just going to see where things go. I'm going to pray. I'm going to be mindful. Maybe you take your Bible uh, with you, but you could just go for a half day. Yeah. And that, I'm telling you, there's so many benefits and and then alex and i we've gone for multiple day retreats Mm -hmm. fca that's one thing interesting too so i'm like i don't want people to feel bad if you've never done this or never thought about it i've been in ministry for 13 years and so my my organization was intentional to force us into retreat spaces and be like go for a hike go write down go journal uh go through this passage or sometimes retreats would have themes yeah so there's a lot of variety uh but the longer you're in that space it becomes more easy Mm -hmm. so it's harder sometimes to shift into a quiet retreat like yeah. space anyway so time it affects it um but yeah i would say here's here's probably one of my my bottom lines get out of the place that you feel responsible yeah. for work for people so a lot of times it's like i'm not going to retreat in cheyenne mm-hmm. i can go for a prayer walk and it yeah. can be blessed but i'm probably going to leave cheyenne if i want to get in a retreat space and i think we don't know how far Jesus went when he went to a desolate place, but he well, probably Jer- left he in, the city, right? Yeah. If he's in Jerusalem, that's you're going to walk for a second. You're going to walk for a second. You're so leave your daily grind. So maybe that's the thing that separate the yeah. quiet space, the quiet time versus yeah. the retreat. If the retreat is leaving your everyday routine. Yeah. Get to ret- your wilderness, yeah. get to your desolate place. And I would encourage you to have some sort of expectations. Yeah. Right. Like sometimes you might want to say like, God, I'd really love for you to speak to me about a decision, a person, a problem, or, or maybe you're studying a passage of the Bible or a book and you're like, God, would you help me understand this? I don't know, but to have some sort of expectation. Yep. Absolutely. Um, the, the last thing I think we can talk about is, is all of this is the idea of what we try to do with the podcast is really take it into rubber meets the road. Yep. Like, what am I going to do between now and next Sunday? How am I going to hold on? And beyond that, how am I going to hold on to this message? One thing that really stuck out to me and that it requires for each of these things, all of these things are building a life that is on this journey we call sanctification, yep. which is I have accepted this gift of freedom. Now I need to live the freedom, but always be working to be better and be towards more and more like Christ. Sure. All of that, the the retreats, the quiet time, the prayer, the working on that stuff mm-hmm. requires some kind of movement. And we talked to way back when we did the living proof series, when we talked to Brian Noel, one of the things that he said that really stuck with me is these people who, and we talked about him is he is a person who is incarcerated, but he is one of the freest people I've ever met. Wow. Is, yeah. There are these people who accept this gift of freedom, but then stay exactly where they're at. So imagine the the Hebrews back in Exodus that Pharaoh finally said enough is enough. Yes, all right, you're free. Yes. You're no longer our slaves. Imagine if all the Hebrews just stayed in Egypt or went back to it or or went back or yeah, after after like they got to the the sea the Dead Sea, we're like yeah, and went back. back. Because then this doesn't have to be the whole life. Maybe there's this one area that you still haven't given up. Oh yeah. to that to that to that new lifestyle, that new mindset, but this was something that really stuck out to me is it's about an 11 day walk from Egypt, walk from Egypt to Israel. 
but it took them 40 years of wandering in the wilderness because they Mm -hmm. would struggle and they had problems and they would start to grumble and they would have whatever. So the idea that this is a process, but you have to step out the door. So trust God. Yeah. Trust God. And so all of these things, all of these things that we talked about, you know, they're not the end goal. They're the, that, that step-by-step thing you do to get to that promised land, to get to that place where hopefully, you know, by the time we're called home, you know, we say that we ran the race well and that we did all the steps that we that we could to get closer to being like Christ. Yeah. That we did be while we had time. So well speaking of that desolate place, the wilderness, uh, if you'd be praying for Thrive, oh yeah. So I'll be gone next week. Next week. We leave on Monday, come back Friday. We're going to Estes Park, so we're going to go to the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Uh, not quite a quiet place away from everybody. There'll be people <laughs> there, but it's going to be beautiful. And if you guys would pray for our Thrive students, because yeah. um, I always assume that there's some that are not true believers, and so maybe they'll have an experience with Christ and become a believer. And But what I do know is true is when you go up to a place like that and you get away, there's a lot of kids that are going to hear from God. And that's what we want for all of our listeners. Mm-hmm. And when you get to a beautiful, quiet place out in the wilderness, God wants to talk to you. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I guess we would just challenge you guys to, uh, like, as you're going throughout your week, is look for those moments to try to, to continue that journey. Don't be free and stay where you're at and do stuff for your flesh. Take these steps and uh, find ways to get closer to Christ. See you guys in a couple weeks. Yep. God bless you.